T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is Ken and Curtis on WEEI. Save us as a favorite on the Odyssey app. And take Boston Sports Original everywhere you go. Text at 37937, Curtis, disagreeing with you that Judon is the best signing that Bill has on the defensive side. Rodney Harrison and a Roosevelt Colvin uh, suggestion on there. Uh, Rodney Harrison, yes, that would be better. Correct. That signing, that was when they still had Lawyer Malloy. And Rodney Harrison, I loved the, I obviously the Brady part was great, but the, the man in the arena always had two former players documenting that. It was sort of like America's game. But the one there was one I think there was Vrabel and Rodney and Rodney was absolutely a game changer when it came to the uh, that season and so the Patriots win in 0-1 they don't win in 0-2 they miss the playoffs go nine and seven and then in year three starting for Brady the Patriots bring in Rodney and in that camp Rodney laid out Troy Brown he was causing fights Brady hated him mf'd him every day. And the tenacity and just, I mean, even that AFC championship 03 season, they hosted, because in 03 it was the AFC championship, Brady versus Manning, and in 04 it was the divisional round because 04 the Patriots went to the game you were at at Heinz mm-hmm. uh, for the AFC title game. But the 03 AFC title game, Rodney Harrison absolutely demolished well it was bernard pollard or it was somebody in the end zone he had the interception in the red zone against peyton manning brady takes the ball down with the touchdown rodney harrison single-handedly changed the demeanor of that defense now judon getting paid and leading into the opener against the eagles where brady's coming back not to over uh emphasize one game we've done this in the past kind of like how important those dolphins games were the last few years to (laughs) to their season but if they somehow pull that upset off, and they are, what, like three-and-a-half-point underdog, something like that, and Judon has a big game, and one of the textures points out the downside of Judon is two years in a row, he's kind of faded at the end, definitely a couple years ago, not maybe so much last year, but um, that's true. He's he's had, he's, and he is 31, but if he's comes out of the gate strong, and this defense looks good right away, and Bill O'Brien has a really good day one, and Brady comes out at halftime, and the crowd is all over it, and they beat the Eagles. Just the flip of expectations for this season on that one win could be gigantic. It could be well, huge. Here's the reason for optimism if you're a Patriots fan. 
the margin of error, error, even for very good teams, is tiny in the NFL. And you look back to last year, for all the people that talk about the Bengals game, they talk about the Raiders game as two wins that were stolen from the jaws of defeat, right? Where you had yeah. the, the the fumble by Ramondre Stevenson, and then you had the lateral from Jacoby Myers. Right. Well, look at the Jets game in Meadowlands or at MetLife where you have the roughing the passer nullify the pick six from Mac Jones. You could do that all day. If the Jets have a quarterback that's not good, just mediocre, they're 2-0. and But the week one last year, the two games that I would like to highlight are games that were not flukish. <laughs> And they were games that were lost because of poor decisions, not because of poor play. Week one in Miami, the awful pick, the fumble, the the sack for a fumble touchdown, (laughs) the the last play before half where the Patriots defensive backs ran into each other, (laughs) that was awful. That was not because the Dolphins were better. You played like crap. And then the one we've talked about at length, the swing game last year was the overtime loss to the Packers, where... With Hoyer starting, yeah. Zappy coming well, that's in. That's on Bill. That one's on Bill. You beat the two-time defending MVP of the league at the time, and you lose that game. If that game swings, it's a different season. So, yes, week one would be huge. Now, that was a road loss to Miami, which is not as bad. So you Both have of those two, were road losses. Yeah, so you have you got to take advantage of your home games always. And so Eagles here with Brady, that's a game you could argue they need to steal if they really want to make the playoffs. Yeah, I... I I find that game just to be the talent differential between those two teams is massive. Super Bowl hangover, though. Yeah, but I don't feel like... Eagles they, started 8-0 last year. I forgot about that. They were 14-3. That team was amazing last but year. But they're just, like, I, I don't see... Like, Jalen Hurts is getting better. He's definitely on the upswing. The defense got better. They got the D-end in the top 10 out of Georgia. They, they're just really good. I mean, they might, you know, play poorly. There might be a Super Bowl hangover, but... I, I that would not be a game I would be itching for to see. But one thing also, a text from the eight five seven says that they agree with me that they're paying market value and they should do it more. Of course, I'm not. I love that they're paying. I would. I celebrate this completely. They should be doing it all. Is over Is it the out place. of normal for Bill to pay June on this? Is this out of the norm? The, the, if you wanted the optimistic side, it's an acceptance of a new reality. So Bill's changing. I guess yeah. Bill continues to change, and continues. I continues. What's the other changes? The the quarterback battle that I thought was happening is dead. Yeah, it's I dead. mean, Jones tried to drum it up. I give him credit Thursday. He was trying to push it, and Curran just squashed him like a bug. It's not happening. Max, your quarterback? Right. I yes. think that's a sign of something remarkable going on with Bill and Kraft. No, I Bill think, has backed off. No, Bill, this is what's happening. Bill rightfully, rightly, sorry, Bill correctly is reading the situation. Mac needs a great year for himself. For the next... For Bill. No. Oh, for Mac for Mac. Mac for Mac. Everybody's on their own. There isn't that same unity, but it works the same. Mac needs a great year to get that big payday. Bill needs a great year from his quarterback to get closer to Shula and to get the people off his back to allow him to finish his career with the Patriots in peace. Yes. And what he gets from Mac with a great year is doesn't have to spend and, and pay him. He could trade him. Just like they signed, they traded Cooks for a first-round pick, and they traded Cooks for a first-round pick. They could get a first back from Mac. Zappy's ready to go another year behind him, but it keeps the the train moving, gets it back on the tracks, and you can at least see what you have. Yeah, but Bill's method for getting a good year out of his quarterback is usually to light a fire under him and 
invent a competition if need be. In this case, he's not doing that. He's just giving them their keys. I think that this is the separation of church and state. Bill is not going to get engaged in that because the upside of Zappi over Mac isn't near what the detriment to the team would be if Mac is not right. Hmm. All right, let's take a few calls, and including now, uh, David Nashua goes first to the top of the list here because uh, he was at practice last night, and he's got some uh, eagle eye reporting. Hi, Dave. How are you? Oh, not too bad. It was a uh, it was a nice night out despite the uh, the weather forecast. But yeah, watching the, the practice last night, I was very disappointed with uh, Mac Jones. He threw uh, a couple interceptions. He fumbled one of the the hikes and. He just didn't look good overall. He did throw a 50-yard pass to completion, uh, but so did Zap. Zap threw a 50-yard as well right after. Uh, excuse me, a 40, a 40-yard uh, pass right after that because they're on opposite sides of the field. Uh, a lot of the uh, the receivers look pretty good, but I don't think Mac Jones goes through his progression because he's throwing these under passes constantly, and you have guys wide open in, uh, in the center of the field that's out there. You know, are, are you so, trying to say there's still? Go. Are you still saying there's a quarterback battle going on? Then, Dave, is that what you're saying? Oh, absolutely. What? Yeah, number nineteen out there who's progressing uh, quite well. He threw a touchdown at the uh, oh, at the end of the practice. <laughs> okay, come on. <laughs> How'd the scoreboard look? Uh, they weren't really keeping track of the score. No, 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 no. 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 I mean the, the, new, the new video board. Oh, the video board. Oh, that looked nice, real nice. Okay. All right, there yeah. you go, Dave. Thank you very much. Well, Dave says Zappy looked better than Mac last night. And maybe there's still a battle. I don't see it. I don't feel it. How Bishop? Look? I try to play. <laughs> maybe McSorley and uh, and Bailey Zappi is the battle. Jack Jones, by the way, did speak to reporters after the uh, practice last night. We'll play that for you later this hour. I, I do. You, it, uh, do you think there'll be any Zappi push? No. I just don't. It's not happening. I mean, well, I mean, let me rephrase. Let's say uh, the Patriots start one and three again, and Mac has three touchdowns, three picks through four games, something like oh, that. Oh, that's different. I mean, I mean, in camp. Yeah. Leading into game, even even well, the leash doesn't appear short. You and I are going to have another night out on Thursday. Yep, we're heading to Gillette. Yep, for the big uh, the big open solo preseason game at at home this year. So we'll see. My guess is, do you think Mac plays Thursday night, or do they slow play it? one series? One series. Yeah. So I think what you're going to get, I mean, you, what you'll get Thursday is a series from Mac, series or two, and then you'll get the rest of the half from Zappy. So if Zappy plays great, you know, everybody will jump all over that. But I don't think that Bill really is expecting there to be a, a change at the quarterback at the start of the season. Back over to the Red Sox. Let's go to Mark in Florida on the phones. Hi, Mark. Morning, guys. Ken, great job with the station. And Curtis, my favorite guy on the Greg Hill Show. Thanks for everything. Thank you. Thank you, Mark. Guys, I was at the Marlins. Um, Phillies game on Thursday and Lorenzen was pitching for Philadelphia and I'm watching the game with one thing in mind Philly has four pretty good starters already they, they really didn't need a starting pitcher we have next to none <laughs> and they Dombrowski gave up his number four or five prospects some middle infielder he's 20 something years old you're telling me that Heim couldn't have offered a, a Blaze Jordan or some kind of decent decent prospect for a starting pitcher that we really needed and I just, it's so, I'm sitting there and I'm rooting against this guy because I don't want him to do well because I'm wishing that he was with us instead. I, it's, to me, it's criminal, Curtis. I'm so proud of you for holding your ground on this and challenging those idiots there in the front office of the Sox. It's, it's to be the Boston Red Sox and behave like the Kansas City Royals is just intolerable. So interesting, Mark, when you put it that way, because you look at the uh, starters today too, Curtis, and it's... Um... 
the two teams in your division have starters going today that they acquired at the deadline. The Rays have Savali on the mound. And, uh, oh, no, it's, uh, well, the Astros, who, who you're in contention with, have Verlander going today. And he's talking about, you know, the Phillies getting a four-starter. But he's very right about that. You didn't have to touch your top five prospects, maybe not your top ten. He is averse to trading prospect 12, 15, 18. It, this, uh, <laughs> it, it really feels like he has the worst qualities of Danny Ainge combined with the gun-shy nature of himself. Like, he's just, I, he is petrified of trading someone too soon. Winning is like 16th on the list of priorities right now. And no matter what you attempt to convey, the only thing people care about are your actions. But if you, uh, you know, make it far worse by talking about how you believe in your team and that's why you're behaving this way, it just feels like you're treating us like children. It would have taken some balls to trade Paxton and Turner, and apparently they shopped Turner to the Marlins, I guess. Do you believe that report? Uh, I I, guess I believe it because it doesn't make them look good, really. I believe it. And by the way, breaking news, 652 Devin McCourties can fit on the Patriots' new video board. That is just an amazing thing. (laughs) Sorry, carry on. Um. But he, you know, there's these. They court- should have traded Justin Turner. In, in hindsight, he should have, and you would have respected Bloom more for it. You would have been upset in the moment, right? But you would have said, "All right, this is what he, you know." Do you remember a couple of years ago when the Yankees got out of it, and and Cashman just traded? I don't know whether it was Chapman. They they made a couple of big trades and they got back a crap ton. Yeah, well, I'm not sure the Yankees are the best example. But they in suck. the short term, that did benefit them greatly, and they they accepted the reality. The Red Sox are not going on a playoff run. I'm sorry, they're not. And well, neither are the Yankees. That's the only salvation. They oh, stink. They great. did nothing at the deadline either. Then we really are back in the 90s because we're doing Eddie Andelman Yankee elimination parties. That's fine. I will take what we can get. We'll take Joe Braverman's trending right now. We'll hear that Jack Jones audio coming up next. Are you surprised he met with the media at all? I mean, he almost said too much. I think so. We'll hear it next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. You got Matt Patricia, who's a former defensive coordinator in New England, who became the head coach in Detroit and did a horrendous job. That's why he's back in New England. We got Joe Judge, who was a special teams coordinator. He was just in over his head as a head coach. And then he got with the New York Giants, and now he's back in New England as well. Those were your offensive coordinators and play callers last season. You did 
Mac Jones a complete injustice. Ryan, you've forgotten more football than I'll ever know, and you know I'm right. You can't put a young quarterback in that position. That was criminal. And the reason why it's so criminal, because now it reminded you of Tom Brady basically being pushed out. Stephen A. Smith still upset at last year's treatment of Mac Jones. And coming over to Mac Island, maybe he was already there. I don't know. He and Kraft are tight. We know that, right, Curtis? Very, as soon very. as Brady left, there was a phone call made. Sure were. That was, that was a wild time. March 17th, 2020. So we've been talking a lot about the Kraft and Belichick uh, relationship and dynamic and belief. I do think Bill is softening. He's giving Kraft more and more uh, leash here. They paid Jude on. He's backing off his quarterback, Mac Jones. Mac looks good. This week was a good week for Mac, right, per all reports down there, except for our guy who called in and said uh, Mac was shaky last night. Yeah, he had a McSorley take. Trace McSorley looked better. Where did Trace? I don't even know where he played in college. Penn State for a little bit, maybe the whole time. So um, this week also, before Judon got paid, we had Nikovich and uh, Gronk talking about the state of affairs over there. Do you want to set this up? This was yeah. So the Dan Dan O'Brien and Rob Nikovich have a podcast, and uh, Rob Gronkowski joined it, and they were discussing sort of uh, I would say Gronk more than Nink, but each relatively equally exasperated at the current state of affairs with Judon. This is obviously dated. Yep. Judon last evening agreed to a new restructured deal that increased his guarantee in this season from $2 million to $14 million. But the question That's a lot of cash spending for one year. It really is. I don't even know how they're going to be able to afford it. I actually saw I saw Bill today at Costco. He's <laughs> saving a lot. He should go to Shaw's. Much better deals. Well, that means he's here for the long term then. He's bulking up. Yeah. He, uh, who doesn't need a vat of mayo? Right. But uh, extra butter. And Bill Belichick, the concern from Nink and, and Gronk was that this was something that never would have been done or rewarded in the past. I mean, they got a good defense, solid defense, so I don't think they really need to improve in that category. But Matthew Judon holding out right now like at the, at training camp and not participating in drills is one of the weirdest things I've ever heard. Isn't that silly? That, that's silly. Like, I, I don't know. Just go hold, hold out. In. Like, you're not, you don't want to get fined, but, like, like so then, but you're asking for more money, but you don't want to get fined. Well, if you're asking for more money, then you t- then be a boss and tell them to cancel the fines out when the, you get the new deal or something. I don't know. It's, it's a weird situation. It's silly. That's so weird that Bill would let yeah. that happen. Yeah, and Bill usually, letting that happen. Usually, no, what do you, you know kick out? Bill that is says, weird. Bill always says, "There's another one right there." Yeah, me. he always says, "It's either you're, you're all in you're or all you're all, in out. Or all out." That's why I said, "Just go home then if you're going to hold out." You're not. That's why it's weird. Like, he's lo- be like, is he losing control or something? I don't know. But he's but Gronk is so right about that. It's it's obvious he is giving up control. He is not behaving the same way he used to. And Judon, maybe give Bill credit, was rewarded for that. Bill was not a hard nut about it. Didn't say you're all in or you're all out. They came to an agreement of a phony excuse about conditioning. And as you said, Judon got paid. Yeah. It's a pretty good deal for Judon. Uh, Judon wins, but I think what they're saying is in their day, it would have been received far differently. Right. And that, I believe, is because... They're bitter. They're bitter and angry. Gronk especially. God, they didn't treat him very good. Well, the Gronk bitterness towards Bill doesn't make sense to me because he traded you to to play with Tom. Like, I mean, he didn't have to do that. He did kind of a favor for him. And You're right about that. He didn't deserve it. He had his playbook like eight months before he he left. I mean, right. And Anyway, I don't don't get either one of those. I mean, Gronk did... It's hard to rip Gronk in considering what he played through. On this team, all those years, getting that, I mean, that concussion in the AFC Championship game against the Jaguars and all that. So, 
Um, the 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 issue with the with them that they're having that I agree with is that Bill has been forced to change a couple things. He can't win with any top fifteen quarterback. That argument is null and void. And you're going to have to start paying people to keep them here. Nobody comes here to play with you, Bill. They came to play with Tom. Well, they kept Judon, so that's a start. Now, do you think this if they like extend Duggar and I don't think Trent Brown's probably not going to get extended based on his age? It's surprising he's there and not putting up a stink. Here, well, he hasn't been playing. Yeah, not <laughs> yet. Been, is he been, holding in? Yeah, that's. I mean, he's not. I mean, either he's out of not in shape, or I mean, that could equally be the case, or he's unhappy, or both. I mean, the the offensive line of all the issues I have with this team, it's like the Red Sox at the deadline. I don't know how you defend it. I don't know where this side is where you can say I like what they've done here. Riley Reef is. Eh. Trent Brown has had one great year in his last seven, and it had to coincide with Dante Scarnecchi and Tom Brady on a championship team. And you're so right bringing up the Dolphins opener last year because that was blindside, left tackle, Mac didn't see the safety, oh. sack, fumble, 10 nothing Dolphins in the opener, and you're sunk you know, in, the, in the second quarter. If that happens again in the Eagles opener, right. where their line is letting you down and your quarterback is getting crushed. Well, Another thing, if you want to look at a trend that won't continue last year, the Patriots scored seven defensive touchdowns, and they lost eight, nine games. Crazy. I mean, that is a wild stat. Let's go to uh, Tim and Lowell on the phones. Back to some Sox talk. Hi, Tim. Hey, good morning, boys. How are good you? show every Saturday. My you. favorite show of the week in sports. Thank you. You know what? Heimblom needs to be DFA, designated for assignment. <laughs> it's the same way he designated a royal. He like needs a royal. to be shipped out of town. I don't think John Henry is going to wake up to the damage this guy's done until the ballpark is half empty. And it was like that early in the season, and then they started playing a little better, and the people, some of the people would come back. That You know what? The people basically got to stay away to send a message to him. Right now, John Henry's attitude is, the Red Sox are just a line on his balance sheet. Yep. He no longer has his heart. Now, he was a great owner when he first came here. He was the best in, in him and Kraft. But you know what? He, he just doesn't care. He needs to sell the team to somebody who cares. I feel bad for Tom Werner. I think he still cares. Unfortunately, he's not the primary owner. He, John Henry needs to sell the team, let somebody come in who cares about it, and, you know, in my final comment on the Red Sox, Raphael Devers, who I agree should have gotten the contract he got, he has been terrible this year for the amount of money he's being paid. And it seems like he's the worst defensive third baseman I've seen in my lifetime with the Red Sox. He just he should be working harder at it. He's just it's been a big disappointment what he's produced so far. All right, thanks, Tim. He has regressed defensively, no doubt about that. And somebody had just tweeted earlier today uh, to me. Devers and J.D. Martinez are tied in homers, RBIs, and batting average right now. You could make an excuse for Devers, and Ortiz did with us. Remember when we had Poppy on at the uh, winter weekend, that he's got no protection. He's had a little bit from Cassis, I guess, from time to time. And they did pay Devers, so you can't say Henry doesn't care at all. They care to a point. They obviously have made it clear there is a limit to how much they care financially about this team. They are not going to be the Mets, who had a pretty good trade deadline. Even though they had a lot of money misspent, they flipped all that high-priced talent and got a lot of prospects back. And, and who was front-facing at that trade deadline with the Mets? Well, that guy's been talking all year. But who was it, for the uh, people that may not be paying attention? 
uh, their owner, right? Steve Cohen. Steve Cohen. Is, right. I, I was I was told you I was down in New York over the 4th, and he had a press conference in the middle of the year. I was like, what is happening? The right. owner is speaking in the middle of the year? Just and who like- was communicating directly with Verlander and Scherzer and the players? Steve Cohen. Mm-hmm. That used to be the case. If it happens here, we don't hear about it. That's for sure. Ken, my goodness. Now, we'll hear from Warner at uh, the Jimmy Fund, I- and maybe he'll – and he, he does – I don't know. Do you sense – are Warner and Henry on the same page? I ha- I have a tough time reading the relationship between those two. John Henry isn't reading the same book I'm reading. He's onto something in <laughs> a, like a different language. He's, I, he's not. We are in. We were. I will certainly not be invited to his book club. But I, the the Red Sox are just. But they spent on Yoshida. They spent on Devers. Ken. I get it. They're but they're not invested in this team's success. They're why, somewhat why? invested. They're invested would you in hire perpetual... Someone, would you hire somebody that's somewhat invested in their job? But this was what the Bruins did, right? I don't... Stop deflecting. I asked you a question. Would you hire someone that's somewhat invested in their job? He's got a point. Job? They'll be invested in 2034. Not next year. They're trying to get next year. They're trying to get Marcelo Meyer. They're trying to get Sadan Rafaela. Yeah, why would he be... Why, what are you saying? He doesn't care for 10 more years? He always plan, eats The idea that he's trying to get is plan for the future. But the future is always five years away. Nah, I don't think so. I think they're like they're looking for the perpetual. We're in right. it in the new baseball. Three wild cards. We're always going to be there, hovering. John Henry year. is seeking to have this be like his soybean futures, where you yeah. can get yeah. something that that is user error free. Right, ten percent return a year. Right, so. just ROI, baby, and just keep keep channeling that in. Heimbloom as safe as can be. Cora is a, a happy face. That's the the element that could sort of change this is that Cora, you know, leaves and tries to get a gig elsewhere because he doesn't like being the manager of a team that's not heading in the direction he wants. Then what's your the face what face are you putting on this team? I don't know. Five oh eight texture says the Mets are paying all those contracts they traded. They are effing idiots. They tra- they they paid money towards those guys, Verlander and Scherzer, to get better prospects right. back. Brilliant. So if you're a fan, I would think you like that. I would think you're happy that they paid the premium, not just to unload the contract and get nothing. They got something back. I will never understand the fan base that is defensive of the owner's money. I honestly don't. I, 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 it's baffling to me. We did this on the Greg Hill Show this week. We talked about Judon and these people that are saying, well, he signed a contract. Why doesn't he live up to it? Well, because the owners don't live up to the contract. And why, in God's name, would you want Robert Kraft to have more money than Matthew Judon? It's just, and, and Bill Belichick is the first guy to cut you. The first guy to say, you know, what did Lawyer Malloy do wrong when he was here? He seemed like a pretty good player, helped win a championship, and he got cut. The old phrase, Curtis, what have you done for me lately? But that worked out for Bill. <laughs> right, but that's not my point. My point is is that your, your, your argument regarding a player holding out cannot be they're not living up to their contract when the contract is one-sided to begin with. The only thing worthwhile on any deal is guaranteed money. Jalen Brown got $300 million of it. Matthew Judon just got fourteen. Okay, that's a different scale. That's why football is so different than the other sports. Sort of, but you would say advantage Bill for at least reading the room of his current team and needs in the case of Judon and Mac. Mac. We need to instill some belief. I need him to have a good season. He needs a wide receiver. Why didn't he do that? You got him, Juju and Gasecki. No, but the, the Hopkins. Why not? Yeah, that's. Uh, I don't. Do think you they think the ever... offense is very good? Do you think they're talented? They are a bunch of number twos. Okay, well, and Bill O'Brien's going to have to make the them offensive something. line is a giant number two. The pressure on Bill O'Brien and Alex Cora right now. Bill like O'Brien. Cora, 
What? Yes. No, Bill O'Brien's got no pressure. He has. He used to think they're no good. He's got to turn them into something. I mean, okay. he won't get criticized, I guess, if okay. they don't win. Work with me. Let's say the Patriots but offense. I'm just saying, when you go to work every day. I think it's the best entry point possible. I think Bill O'Brien this year is like Mac's rookie year. You're coming in after one of the biggest abominations, whether it was Cam Newton's bounce passes or Matt Patricia's booger eating on the sideline, <laughs> and you're entering now where you're going to be a revelation okay. from the word go. Do you think he has uh, the groceries needed to cook a good dinner? Um, well, I mean, depends. What are you in the oh, mood for? Now, see, no, now I'm, I'm just trying to do a well, great Well, guess goal. who bought the groceries? Uh, I, I would say very simply that Bill O'Brien's entry point is great. They they will be cohesive. There will not be issues getting the plays in. They will look like an offense. Hunter Henry will not be running into Matt, Mike Gusecki in the second level of a defense. That will all be different. Okay. And that's why Mac Jones's rookie year was viewed as positively as it was because it wasn't just that he was Mac. He wasn't Cam. He was able to run the offense. He knew who the Mike linebacker was <laughs> and was able to get things done on the field. Right. So Bill O'Brien, if if they're bad, I don't think they're. We're sitting here blaming people. Will turn on Bill because that people will start to say, Belichick, "What is right. no?" They'll turn on O'Brien too. They'll be like, "What is he? Everyone who who you know, he'll well, go back and well, start. he made the playoffs with Brock Osweiler. I mean, great. Well, I mean, great. What has Bill Belichick done? I mean, make the playoffs and flaming out is the Miami Dolphins. That doesn't get you praise. That's... If the Patriots make the playoffs with Bill O'Brien's offense, he might leave for a head coaching job. <laughs> Depends how they look, I guess. How the offense, but even looks. let's say let's work with them. Let's say the offense isn't good this year. Bill O'Brien leaves and becomes an OC somewhere else. And then, you know, in, he's not that old. He'll get another opportunity to head coach in the NFL. Well, you would at least agree with me that Cora is in a tough spot right now. Cora yeah. right now. The Red Sox He's in got Bayo and spot. nothing. He's got he's got to try to string together the next home, this homestand. And, like, today if Schreiber gets lit up in the first, it could be very ugly. I know it's mostly apathy. I don't think it's like... Ken, you say I gotta tell you, be? last night I was like, where's my passport? How did I land in Toronto? <laughs> it's, 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 totally. I mean, it is. I, I just, I sitting there last night, I, I still get the feels when I go to Fenway Park. I love it. It's a place that I, my first job was at Fenway Park. I'm romantic about baseball. It was a job. You showed up for like two weeks and then you quit. No, two summers. Did that. I spilled, I, I walked down uh, section 26, spilled a full 20 pack of Diet Coke <laughs> all over the place. Kid campers were laughing at me. It was awful. Anyway, um, the, the feeling of that place, you know, going back to 04, I still get the memories of where I was, what was going on. How that alive. I was at the game when, when Zimmer went after Pedro. I was at the game when Veritech and A-Rod were fighting. I left early. But those were these just moments that you live with live with you forever. And then last night I'm at the same stadium. They've redone the sod because of pickleball and pink. <laughs> and and you got the whole place standing singing Oh Canada and rooting for the Blue Jays. It was pathetic. Like Oh Canada, that's a good anthem. Now Back over to the Pats. Did you see that? Uh, Trudeau getting divorced. Very I exciting. saw that, yeah, 18 years. What's the uh, family think of that? But Trudeau's not very well liked in parts of Canada. He is not. Speaking of anthems, do you happen to hear DeMarcus Ware at the Hall of Fame game? Uh, yeah, he got ripped for that. Long one. It was a long, drawn-out one. Now, over to Jack Jones. He spoke yesterday after the uh, night practice. Do you, obviously, this was a tactical make you available for a short time and then yank you out of there. Right. Where is this heading? And you've been critical of them for even having him on the field. So I, uh, somebody who I have no idea the validity to it, seemed like a, the guy's an honest guy who knows the legal system in Massachusetts, said that this is not federal charges. The guy that called in last week on our show said that, you know, 
had that odd take that OJ got off, so he might. But right. uh, the belief is that you can plead down if he doesn't have to pride, no time to misdemeanor. Ooh, who knows if that's going to happen? That feels like it has the smell of reality because I don't see the Patriots upside of keeping him around if there was any likelihood he'd be behind bars so unless you could delay it but that i mean if that's true it's we're in time honestly, the next six I, months i'm shocked given the patriots history that they're having him around especially when he hasn't been a perfect citizen last year or this year it just seems like an odd risk to take if he played offense bill would cut him he would have played a long time ago jack jones uh addressed a few things briefly last night with everything going on around you and everything, what, what's your state of mind like out here as you go about your business on a daily basis? Uh, when I get out here on this football field, it's all ball, man. I just come out here to play ball, give them my all, and you know, do what I'm supposed to for the team. Jack, as it pertains to the night you were arrested, the police have made it known what they think happened. From your point of view, what's your version of events? Uh, I mean, I can't answer that question. That's a question for my lawyer. How optimistic are you that you're going to be a part of this team in 2023? That's not my call. That's up to coach. I just do what I'm supposed to do on the field, give him my all every day, and, you know, hope it falls in the right place. Jack, are you all worried yesterday? about your future what with the yesterday team? Yesterday in practice? Yesterday in practice, uh, just football. You know, today is today. It's in the past. It's nothing bad. You know, we, we good today, though. Jack, are you worried about your future? Are you worried about your future with the team and in the NFL? Uh, I mean, every day you're worried about your future on any team because, you know, this – this league is, is very liquid, you know, and, and you could be here today and going tomorrow um, on any team. So, you know, you just got to go out there and participate in availability is the best ability. Yeah. They got that cliche, and that was good. Holy cow. Five questions and out. Was that positive for the Jack Jones dynamic to get him uh, I mean, to answer a few questions? It wasn't football yesterday. You complained and moaned and got kicked out of practice. He said, he, according to Curran, he quit. He locked out himself. I don't get it. I I I really don't get it. I well, you don't. get it. You've seen him play. He's pretty good. Okay. They think he's can make a difference. But at what cost? I don't know. I mean, he got suspended last year. He gets caught with a loaded weapon at Logan Airport, and then he takes himself out of practice and training camp. And but you said quick. they're gonna. If it's a misdemeanor, that's huge. Right. I mean, that's not what I said. It's what somebody said to me. I have no idea. I don't Your know. secondhand legal advice, I'm not clinging to. I mean, it's a nothing burger. I was right about the COVID. So. Um, the, but I just, you don't think this is surprising given your feeling when the news first broke with the Patriots fourth round pick, a guy that had issues in college gets to them, gets suspended the year before. Now he's doing this. You, are you not surprised he's still on the team? A little bit, but then you think about Bill and he has, he has danced with some guys that have had legal troubles before, you know? Right, but the upside, I mean, I don't know. I, it just seems surprising to me. I, I the, even, You find it desperate? Yes, and I also find that one of the worst things was, was, was Jack Jones on social media lashing out at people comparing him to John Morant when he was the one that ripped John Morant. <laughs> that wasn't anybody else but you. This guy needs a mirror. Like, I don't get it. Mike Cadlick joins us noon to one for some Pats talk today. And Brad Foe from Fenway from our Ford Clubhouse studio from 1 to 310 up until pregame with Joe Wild today. Brought to you by your New England Ford dealers and their Discover Summer Sales event with a large inventory in stock. Now is the best time to trade in, trade up, and discover your best summers ever with Ford. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. 
MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Will Mac Jones bounce back under new offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien? I think it's going to be a way better season. I think, look, he was benched last year for Bailey Zappi. Like, it was a train wreck offensively between who the head calm plays and how it went for Mac Jones. So you look at this year, a really accomplished coach in Bill O'Brien, better supporting cast, uh, and I think the opportunity to, to kind of, you know, retake the reins as the full-time, you know, starter in New England, uh, I think will mean a lot to Mac Jones and his development. I think it's a way better year. Tim Hasselbeck, your BC brethren, on Get Up on ESPN. Much better season for Mac Jones. You're starting to hear that filter in quite a bit. Popular opinion. Maybe. Do, you want, do you want a quick Tim Hasselbeck story? Yes, I would love one. So junior year, high school, went down to Miami to look at the University of Miami with my dad after Thanksgiving. You almost went to the U? No, I just wanted to watch them play BC, so we used an excuse to go down to Florida in the middle of November. And I heard your terrific reporting, by oh, the way, yeah. that the, but the Alex Cora Red Sox may start doing the U for underdog. Right, if, if Duran didn't get picked off first in the first inning, then maybe, maybe he would have done the U. <laughs> um, but, by the way, another upsetting thing last night, you had Verdugo and Manoa head-to-head. Verdugo trash-talked Manoa before the year began. Called him out. Then backed off that, but then called him out. Gets totally blown away. Manoa, in your home yard, comes in and strikes you out. And, uh, boy, they got just slapped all over the field last but night. I Embarrassing. Had, it did have an odd feel, though, in the second inning when the Sox were down 3 nothing. It could have been 15 nothing. it felt like. Oh, Paxton was awful. Getting absolutely Terrible. teed off on. And you have the two-run home run from Duran. Yeah. And it's like, wow, one-run game. They have no business being in this game. It they felt did. like one of those crazy nights at Fenway. The balls were flying out, but didn't end up uh, happening. But Tim, Tim Hasselbeck, sorry. Tim Hasselbeck. So this Miami team, this is 2001. I think they won the national championship. Clinton Portis was their third running back behind McGahee and Frank Gore. They had uh, Jonathan Vilma. They had Vince Wilf. I mean, the team was unbelievable. BC gets the ball, goes down the field. We're up 6 nothing. Missed the extra point, and then we lose 52-6. to six. And it was the ugliest. The Coral Gables, The uh, it was like outside the stadium was dangerous. The people started beating up themselves. With Did their you blame own fans. Hasselbeck or the coordinator? I blamed Hasselbeck completely. But Tim Hasselbeck, one of many BC guys that actually had a better pro career than a college career. Like, bizarrely, they're able to play well as a backup. Like, Glenn Foley was pretty good at BC, but had a long career in the NFL. You have these guys that sort of come out of nowhere and are decent. Tim Hasselbeck, you get caught up in this immaculate grid stuff that's going on. I don't even know how to do it. Keith is all over it. But you have to be good. Basically, you have to know which – if you know backup quarterbacks like Tim Hasselbeck that played for like eight teams, it's like the answer to every grid question. But so you And but, I, I, I am terrible at that stuff. But my question is, can't you just Google like, – Yeah, you can cheat and Google it. Oh, I, I, I've never done it. I, all I know is that it's very Shime, frustrating. Shime's into it, so it's turned me off. <laughs> God, you and Shime came on to get a little icy there this week. You, what are you talking about? I have no issue with Shime. You and Shime were icy this week. 617-779-7937. So that's Hasselbeck talking about Mac. Mac is getting some praise. If they're better, if Mac is indeed better and the offense is better, yes, they lost McCourty, but the defense you, you still think is good, right? Maybe not elite, but good. 
they were an eight-win team last year. This defense has gotten talked up way too much. They beat Erlinger and Zach Wilson and Skylar Diggins for whatever the hell the guy named was Miami. They were they were losing to Teddy Bridgewater in the second half at home. Correct. Mm-hmm. I mean, who? But did they, they should have beat, beat Rodgers. You said that yourself. That was there for the win. Belichick. Okay. You'll play him twice. You got him on the ropes. All right, and they should have lost to Zach Wilson, right? Yeah, they could have lost to Jack, Zach Wilson, Okay, yes. so then those even out. Let's go to the uh, state of Minnesota. Rob is checking Ooh. in on the Kenny Curtis Show. Love Hi, Minnesota. Rob. was out there for the Super Bowl. How's it going, guys? I've, I've talked to you guys before about Hein Blooms probably several months ago, but, I mean, he, he reminds me of my great-grandfather. He used to work at the leather factories in Peabody in the 1920s. That's, that's how many business risks he's taken. Um, <laughs> I, I'm just curious, though, if, I mean, after – I think after John Henry, you know, added the the Penguins to his, you know, to diversify his portfolio, I knew at that point, you know, it was the, his love for the organization was just at that point, just another transaction. I was just curious if you guys thought that, I mean, who would be a suitor if he he ever sold the Sox would craft buy, like who would, who would be a suitor? But they're not selling though, right? And they've flat said that and they're investing in the Fenway area. Yeah, unfortunately. I think that was the first thing I said to Ken last night sitting at Fenway. I'm like, they are never going to sell this team. Why would they? They have gotten carte blanche to just own that. You call it the seaport of the the back bay or what do you call it? They're going to seaport Fenway, which is, you agree with me, the seaport, totally pathetic. Well, no, I I mean, I'm not there very often, but when I go, I love it. It's just like, it's just a bunch of beautiful people. How can you not love it? Does it feel like Boston to you? Uh, it's not North End Boston, but it feels like modern Boston. Modern Boston is down by the garden. They did a great job back around that area. I like the Greenway. I like the carousel down there. Are you taking the young Greenway James? Greenway is not the seaport. It's, the, it's New Boston, though. It's not, the, well, the, not green, the way it used to be, but it's The Greenway good. is great. That's downtown. They, that's they, new stuff. But that's... They took the took the, the highway and put it underground. It was called the Big Dig. Yes, it was a long yes. time Does coming. Does it feel like Boston to you? Yes, because you can see the skyline that was clouded by the cars before. Seaport, yeah, you're a little secluded. I would agree, but it was. I Wiggy makes a good point. What was it before? It was just a bunch of warehouses. I mean, I don't know about you, but just like our old colleague, I love that they named it after Rose Kennedy. I think that that was a great idea. <laughs> Let's go to Mike and Fram again. Hello, Mike. Hey, hey, how you doing? Did, did you guys see the game on uh, Friday? Which game? Hello. Which game? Uh, the Hall of Fame game. Oh, Thursday. Oh, they Thursday. Saw Revis. oh yeah, we saw the Revis. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I thought it was Vince Wilfork. I had to change my TV. <laughs> yes. well, well, that was my point because all these retired offensive linemen like Jeff Saturday, even Joe Thomas, all these guys lose weight. Oh, what Joe Thomas, the deflated balloon. Oh, my God. He was well, like, the only guy that yeah. stayed true is Woody, my man, Big Wood. And Wiggy. Wiggy, yeah. <laughs> if, if you saw Joe Thomas and Darrell Reeves next to each other, you would say that Joe Thomas was the cornerback. But, but Mike, it's funny because it's one or the other. Almost never do people stay the same. Like you either see yeah. guys that get like absurdly thin, or guys that totally let themselves go. <laughs> all right, thanks. Well, that's all they have to say. But thanks. All right, yeah. Reeves has a weird. Pay. Even Devin like needling him about his Patriots title. Revis does there's no attachment there, but he was huge for that year. It is such a weird I what can't a think weird of anything mercenary like year. It yeah. Because he it's almost like is it like Wade Boggs and the Yankees? But not really. I mean Although he's tight with Ty and that Ty Law video at the table at the Al Hall Equipa. of Fame of the Aliquippa guys and Revis is there. That was very surreal just to watch that video. Mike Irvin was six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. Can we play the Wakefield audio again? But you have to have more respect for Ty. Ty looks damn good. Ty I is mean, the man. Revis, my goodness, what happened? Yeah. 
I mean, we got to ask Ty that on the first Ty Law appearance this Ty year. Ty Tuesday. On first Ty Tuesday, which will be September the 5th, September 6th, whatever is that, uh, uh, Labor Day Tuesday. Well, Labor Day is early this year. Labor Day is early. Now, Wakefield on Neston ripped the Red Sox. Weren't you surprised at that audio? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, I, I was. I mean, it's, thank God. I mean, they, I don't know. I mean, has anybody heard from Tim since he spoke? <laughs> we have not. We'll do a wellness check later. But if you're just waking up, just joining us here on a lovely Saturday, the uh, former athletes have started to speak out against the current ownership uh, management group of the Red Sox. We'll hear from it next. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T Mobile.com. 